bitch on the ropes, what you know about it? Do say draw the boat, what you know about it? Flip me out to the coast, what you know about it? Broken heart face tap, what you know about it? 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 Yo, what is good, my people? Welcome back. Episode 12. Missed the week. Cause it was finals week. That was tough. But it's episode 12. We are back. Life of Leak the Podcast. It is your host with the most never going ghost except for last week like i said finals week i need a pass for that okay i need a pass for finals week all right that was tough it and it was tough for classes that i didn't even need to take like elective it was an elective class a 1000 level class that was just stress but i got an 83 in it and but it, you know you know it's a goofy exam when in the group chat with the whole class the the main way to study that someone said was to pray. Like that was they're like someone asked, "Okay, how how are you guys going to study for this?" And one guy was like, "I think the only way to study for it is to pray." But anyways, we made it through finals week. I hope y'all did too. Hope y'all had great success. If you weren't taking finals, I hope you just made it through last week. Last week could have just been a rough week for anybody, or would or it was a great week. I'm not wishing a rough week on anybody. Hope it was a great week. Uh, but yeah, like like I said, your host, Malik, a.k.a. Leak. We're not going to do it no more. I need to get different a.k.a.s, better ones. Ones that really fit the show. You feel me? One that fit the brand. You feel me? But before we get started, I want to announce a giveaway that I'm going to be doing. It is for the chase, the race, the goal of 50 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Um, if you don't know, I do have a YouTube channel. I post all the podcast episodes on the YouTube. So if you're listening to this, go ahead to the YouTube life of leak, the podcast, just type it in the YouTube search bar. It should be the first thing that comes up. I believe right now, last time I checked, we were at, excuse me, 38 subscribers. I want to get to 50. And once we do get to 50, I'll be doing a $20 Amazon gift card giveaway. Um, and the rules are simple. It's really easy to enter. Uh, all, you, all you need to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a like on this podcast here, this episode, and leave a comment. All right, it's three things: subscribe, leave a like, and leave a comment. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, you don't even gotta go watch the whole video. You feel me? Just you could just pause this one, go over there, like it, subscribe, and drop a comment, and you're in. That's all. And like I said, twenty dollars Amazon gift card. Once the channel hits fifty subscribers, I will start doing the randomizer for the comments to pick a pick a winner, and I'll announce it on the episode following we hit fifty subscribers. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like my happy holidays gift to y'all. Uh, been doing this for about fourteen weeks now. That's three and a half months. Um, because I missed a couple, which I hope I never have to again. Never have to miss a week. Um, but yeah, just so an appreciation, uh, just hearing, I've only heard good reviews. I've only heard good reviews from people. So, uh, just my way to give back. And if you are listening to this on iTunes, be sure to rate this podcast five stars. It'll really help me out. It's really quick, really simple. If you want to re- leave a review, I greatly appreciate it. If you don't, you just want to leave the five stars and keep it going. Once again, it's greatly appreciated. But the first thing I want to talk about, um, it's something, you know, when we were kids, I was feeling really nostalgic. I got a lot of nostalgic vibes from today, 
yesterday social media at work this guy referenced the spongebob episode because it snowed here in bg today and i was at work like i said and he came in his shoes were squeaking and he's like man my shoes are squeaking like that one spongebob episode you remember the spongebob episode and i was like yeah the boots and i felt like we really connected on a on a deep level right there but for all my all my people of african-american descent maybe even african descent and hell it could be just anybody for real, but i'm black so i know this from pure experience so you know you go to a friend's house or a friend comes over to your house you're kicking it whatever and the parent comes to pick them up you guys go downstairs go to the front door whatever because you're about to leave you think you're about to leave so you know you come you know to call down malik come down here let's go all right we go down all right say our goodbyes everything and the parents are still talking and they just sit there and talk so you know five minutes goes by you're like all right i thought we was leaving we not leaving so let's go back upstairs keep doing what we was doing you know playing playing games whatever 10 minutes later same thing malik come down we about to go same thing they still down there just talking 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 so five another five minutes goes by and then you sneak off to leave and they're like don't even leave we about to go right now knowing you're not even about to go right now because they're gonna talk for another five minutes and it's like it wasn't it, it was always you know you got the extra time to play around have fun um but maybe that's the that's where our colored people time was born you know and thinking okay we're not really leaving right now we'll we'll make it we'll make it back we don't have nowhere to go but i don't know about y'all i have a bad thing with being i can't be early like no matter how hard i try i just always and something always pops up to where i'm just now i'm just rushing and i'm i'm either running behind or i'm a little late or i'm gonna get there right on time like I, I don't know. It's always something. Um, what happened today? Today, I just I just couldn't get out of bed. Like, I fell asleep for another, like, minute. And I was like, okay, no, I'm not doing this. Because if I fall asleep, I'm going to be late, late for work. Because I had work at 9 today. And I was up super late the night before. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a shower in the morning. I woke up at 7.30, I believe. Took a shower. When I got out the shower, I went right back to bed because it was only 8. I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep till like 8.30. Set an 30-minute timer. Woke up. I was like, I got another five minutes in me. Went back to sleep for five minutes. Now it's about 8.35. I was like, okay, give me two, give me four more minutes, you know. Now it's 8.39. I look at my phone. I'm like, all right, I got to get up. Next thing you know, I feel like I'm dozing off. It's 8.41. I'm like, nah, I got to. It's, it's done. I got to get up now. And, you know, one thing leads to another. I'm getting out the door at 8.50. Takes me about seven minutes to get. I had to. I didn't have to clean off my car, but I wanted to wait and let it heat up a little bit. So that running behind on that. Get to work about nine on the dot, maybe nine o two something. But but yeah, I was like, let me know if you guys had that same experience with your parents when you're at a friend's house. If they like, they say you're about to leave, but you know you really aren't. And it's like. I, I kind of find myself doing it now, though. I don't have kids, but just like when I'm at a friend's house, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to bounce, you know, dap everybody up, get ready to leave. I'm at the door, and I'm still just talking, you feel me, or watching whatever show we were watching, or watching them play the game and finish it up. 
And next thing I know, it's been 10 minutes since I said I was about to leave. And now I got to get that. Like, okay, I'm really out of here, y'all. Peace. And I got just got to force myself out the door. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I, I think those are two different situations. I think those are two different situations. Because for me, being alone, that sounded bad. For me, <laughs> being with my friends, I feel like that might be like... A fear of missing out. Not not a fear of missing out, but just like not ready to leave yet for real. But I know I need to leave. I was like, okay, I got a little more time. But the parents, I think it's just. Maybe it's one parent that just talks too much. I feel like it's always the. Hmm, no. I think it is usually one parent that talks. I was going to say it's probably the parent who's at home who talks a little too much. Um, But no, some parents just are just talkers and you're just like okay we know we're not about to leave but it's gonna be interesting because like I said I can kind of feel that coming on like I might be that parent but at the same time I might not want to talk to my kid that's another thing like I feel like at the early stages of childhood you don't really you kind of pick your friends but it's really just your parents' friends have kids at the, around the same age as you, and you guys just kind of become cool, you know? And I think that's how they end up talking so long. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to probably be that parent. So, y'all just y'all just let me know. If we have kids, and our kids are friends, just tell me to leave. You know, don't let our kids sneak off and think they have more time to have fun because they don't. We got stuff to do. We got money to make. We got we got goals to kick, baskets to shoot, footballs to throw, baseballs to scoop, double plays to turn. You feel me? Like we got a lot of stuff to do, and and we might have homework. Yeah, homework, homework. Yeah. But speaking of not speaking of homework, just speaking of school, I miss the clubs, bro. Like I miss going. Like I really wanted this to be because I turned twenty one this year. I really wanted this to be the year. Where I get to go out and really have fun. I, I I get to learn what drink I want from the bar. You know. I get to buy a woman a drink. Even though I wasn't going to do that. Probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I might. I don't know. I don't think I would. Would I buy a drink? I think you have to. You don't have to. But. I think at some point, would I buy it? Let me know if it's like, if you need to buy women drinks. Like if that, let me know if that even helps, like your, if that helps your chances or if it's just like, it's just like a nice bonus, you know? Because I, I remember, I remember my, remember my freshman year, um, it was early on freshman year. I didn't drink or anything. Like I was, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't find a reason to drink. Didn't really want to smoke. Um, and these guys I was hanging out with, we were at the calf, and it was just a, it was a group of us, and they were all talking about like getting fake IDs because we're freshmen in college, you know. They're talking about getting fake IDs, and they're because like, you know fake IDs you get them cheaper, like per per each ID if you get them in a group. So they're like, yeah, Malik, um, you want one? You got. We need one more person. You want one? I was like, Nah, I don't even drink. And they were like, Well, you're gonna be at the bars, and you wanna gonna wanna buy a woman a drink. Buy a girl. What if a girl comes up to you and asks you to buy her a drink? 
And I was like, I'm not, why would I buy her a drink if I'm not even drinking? Like, that's a little, I, looking back on it, I don't think, that's not rapey. That's not rapey at all. If you buy a woman a drink because they ask you, even though you're not drinking, Is it? I don't. I don't think it is. It depends on how many drinks you buy. If you drop, just buy one, and then you get to chat and whatever. But if you just like one drink after the other, if you buy her like five drinks, and you aren't drinking, first of all, you get you, you're tricking if you don't if you don't secure anything. Like if you just walk away from five drinks with a snap. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I at least need an Instagram a number, but but I mean back freshman year was that 2017 2018 that the um snaps were that's that was the main point of community you know don't ask for the number early you ask for the snap you get the snap you know you do something from there um I was never the best at getting I could get a snap a snap is easy to get that's why I I think that's why people go for it and people give it out because it's like okay a snap I don't need to reply to you you know. But I, I I don't think Snap was my best. I don't think that was the best weapon in my arsenal. You feel me? Um, let me think. Buying drinks for women. I think buying a drink for a woman and thinking that you, that means you need something. Or that means she owes you something is a little tough. You, that shouldn't be the, the cause for the, the purchase. You feel me? Um, that could be a little rapey. But, I mean... That's kind. Of, I don't know why people think that. It's like, oh, I took her to dinner. She owes me sex. Like, nah, nah, she doesn't. If she took, if a girl takes me to dinner, I don't think she. I owe her sex. It's just like, oh, you want me to? You, you wanted to see me. You wanted to come eat me. Or, ooh, come eat me? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you want to come eat with me? Like, you want to kick it? That doesn't mean we have to have sex, dog. Like. We're just adult. We're just people hanging out. Um, but yeah, the clubs. I miss the clubs because it was just fun going out, especially when I was sober. Like I never really got the experience going out to clubs like under the influence, because um, I was sober all the time. So and that was hilarious just to see the drunk, how drunk people moved and how they danced and how they operated. I would be, I would be weak seeing all of it because it's it's just so. Not it's not always it's not always sloppy, but it's funny to see certain things. Like sometimes not a lot of crazy stuff happens, not a lot of funny things happen, but um just like seeing people dance is hilarious. Um seeing guys try to get girls is pretty funny. Uh it's like that one video the the dude, he's in the he's in the club and he's next to that girl and he's like talking in her ear and <laughs> people will always be like Add some type, kind of statement, statement like Markel Fultz is really a really good shooter, but the 76ers just messed him up because of his shoulder, and now the Magic have him, and he's going to be really, really good. Like it was like something like that, but it was like all up in her ear. Um, like people really do that. Obviously, people really do that because it was a real video. It wasn't like a skit or something. But people talking, people dancing. Oh my gosh, <sighs> the dancing in clubs is terrible at least at like at least at a pwi at least at bowling green and a little bit at ohio state 
but the dancing is terrible. Oh my gosh. It's just like a bunch, here at least. It'll be a bunch of people. If you're dancing with a girl, it'll be people side by side, one in front of the other. The girl will just be going like this. Uh, uh. If you can't see me, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, whatever, um, it's just the, the shoulders are moving side to side, up and down. The hips are going side to side. And the guy is like feeling it. He's like, oh. And he's usually like hands on the hips, hips moving with her hips side to side, shoulders going up and down. You feel me? <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember being in a, in a club one time and a girl started a girl wanted, I, I started dancing with a girl and she started dancing like that. And I was like, nah, I just walked away. Cause it was like, dog, come on. I need a, <laughs> I need a better performance than that. That's so embarrassing. But I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was just, no, it was just side to side. And it wasn't even like on beat all the time. Like, like, like people dance to the weird people would, that's their version of like twerking, I guess. People would do it to like LMFAO. Like you can't. How are you twerking to LMFAO? Like, come on, don't. That's just or like the craziest songs. They would dance like that too, and it's just like how people be all sweaty in the clubs. But I watched this one video. My friend made a beat, and he put it on on, on Instagram, um, and. I don't know what shows he used as like the, for the videos, but it was like a compilation of these white people dancing, and it, it was like old videos, like old TV shows, and oh my gosh, you guys are terrible dancers, terrible. Like of course there's some who are really good dancers, but those ones were atrocious. Like I don't even know. Like I feel like when white people back then thought of dance like heard a, a song or heard some type of musical rhythm they just started moving their body in any type of way it was it didn't have to go with the song it was just like okay i think uh okay i think that's that's good and i'll move my arm like this and then that's the dance and that's the or <laughs> it's like i'll just go like that mm. uh, i'm killing it you know like <laughs> like those are terrible dances. Terrible dances. And and they they but they were having fun though. They were getting down. Like <laughs> like they were enjoying they you could tell they were serious. Like they were like, Oh yeah, this is this is it. Like I'm hard. I'm killing this dance floor right now. Like I'm going st- like like Soul Train, I could do that. You feel me? Like what do you these black people don't have anything on this toe wiggle right here. Like they, they don't, they don't have that. They can't, I'm, I'm the king right now, but, or the queen. Cause the white girl, the white woman was doing the same thing, the same terrible dances. And I don't know. I just, I just, I just miss the clubs, man. I just miss the, the shenanigans of being out in public with a bunch of people that you don't know all in the worst not the worst part. One thing I never did in the club, because I was so I was sober. I feel like you have to be drunk to do this, and that is kissing the random girl that you just met, like just mouthing her in the club, like bro, ooh, ooh, like 
people really do that. Like, I'm assuming they just met. It's never been, like, one of my friends. Um, if you've ever done that, let me know. Girl or guy, let me know. Like, if you if you remember just making out with a random person in the clubs that you met that night, let me know. Let me know what was going through your mind or what you think was going through your mind when that happened. Because you're all sweaty. It's close. And they're always super passionate kisses, too. And that's why it's disgusting. But I would always break out laughing. Like, because it's, it's, it's unfathomable to why, <laughs> to why you felt the need to just start making out right here in, in the middle of the club. I don't, you know, that doesn't seem like the most necessary thing to do at the moment. Um, but I feel like I've never been to any like really big club though. Like I've been to a couple on campus at Ohio State, but never anything that that's not even like a really big club. Like, I'm sure, of course, I couldn't really go to many. Um, I didn't have a fake. I was 20, 19, 18, 18, 19, 20. I thought 20, 19, 18 if I go back the years. But, like, going, like, Miami, um, maybe, does New York have good clubs? I'm sure they do. Vegas, maybe, Louisiana, New Orleans type uh Houston and stuff like I've never been to any like super I've never been to a strip club. I know a lot of those places have um strip clubs mostly mostly Atlanta is another one. But I don't know, I want to go to a a big club like that where there's like bottle girls and sparklers and and sections and I just I just want to get the vibe for those. I like, get the ambiance and see like see what it's like, you know. That's one of the the five wonders of the world. What is it? Seven wonders? I don't know what that is. It like Mount Rushmore, one of them. One of the seven, is it the seven wonders of the world? I don't know. I don't know. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I I cook sometimes, and when I cook, I let you know. When I I, I cook a lot, but not all my the things that I cook are IG worthy. Sometimes it's just like rice and eggs or like rice and chicken. It's nothing that I need to put on Instagram, but sometimes I get in my bag a little bit and it's never like, I just know these recipes off the top of my head. It's like, no, I look it up on you. I have like something that I might've ate at a restaurant and I was like, that was really good. I kind I'm kind of in the mood for that, but I don't want to pay for it. So I'll look it up and try to find some recipe close to it. Um, or there's, how does he say it? Nishi, I think it's niche cooks. I think that's what it is, but his, I've used his recipes for things a lot because he's a, he's really, he's a really good cook and all of his food looks really good. I followed him on TikTok at first. And then when I stopped using TikTok a lot, I followed him on Instagram. But yesterday I made, I pretty much made Chick-fil-A really. I just made Chick-fil-A chicken. First night I used made a sandwich, a couple sandwiches. Um, tonight I had a salad. I just cut. I just made the chicken that I had left over, and cut up some lettuce, put some carrots, some cheese, boiled. It. I'm I can't boil eggs, bro. My timing on boiling eggs is terrible. Like I I can never get a a nice hard boiled egg. I think I don't think I leave it in for long enough, and the heat might be too high. I don't know, but. 
I just told you guys how I was a good cook, and then I said I I can't boil an egg. <laughs> so I don't know if you're gonna believe me that I'm a good cook. If you've tasted any of my food, you know I'm actually I'm actually a good cook. But I can't boil an egg. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. It, it, that's there because I tried to I wanted to put some in my salad, but. I don't think there's any excuse for anyone not to not know how to cook right now in 2020. Like, I understand that people might, that parents might not teach their kids how how to cook as much as they used as in past generations. Parents might not cook as much as in past generations. But I think, I think if you want to know how to cook, you can learn, and it's not hard. Like, you don't need to go to chef school. You can literally watch an Instagram video and kind of just like learn. And cooking isn't okay. I got to get exactly one cup of this, one fourth tablespoon of this, a teaspoon of this, and like that. That ruins all the fun of cooking. Yeah, you start out with that, but then it's like okay, okay, that's not. I need a little more of this, or a little more of this, or that's too water. I got to add some flour. I got to add this too thick. Add some milk. Add some water. Like that's the fun of it, you know. Or adding different seasonings in it. But, like, I don't think there's any reason for anyone to not know how to cook, you know? I feel like it's a, like, I feel like, and there's a lot of people who live on their own now. I don't know if it's more likely that people, like, if more people live on their own now than in past, in the past. But if you live on your own, with a roommate, without a roommate, with your parents, without your parents, you got to know how to cook. Like you can't you can't eat out all the time. And maybe that's where maybe that's where the obesity is coming from in the world, you know? From people maybe it's from people knowing how to cook. Nah. I don't know. But I know either way, it's kind of a dual-edged double-edged sword. 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 Um people eat fast food too much. That is very big like I gotta get back on my I, I didn't have any food in, in the house so that's why I was eating fast food the last week and a half but people have to people need to stop relying on fast food so much you know like you can for one you're losing money first of all because the burger and fries that you just paid for you could get you could have four burgers and a and a bag of fries and you can make it at your house with less oil less dirty stuff you you can you you wash the pan so you know your standard of cleanliness um and you can put whatever you want on it you know you don't have to worry about oh did this fall on the floor you see everything um so i think people eat fast food too often i'm i think i'm about to go back on my no fast food journey i was doing good on that for a long time I don't know if Chipotle counts as fast food or not. People, some people do count as fast food. Some people don't. Um, I'd eat tropical smoothie sometimes. I'd go get a smoothie and like a flatbread. But I think when I think of fast food, I really kind of only mean like Wendy's, McDonald's, kind of the 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 lower tier of fast food. And Chipotle could very well be a low tier of fast food, you know. But it's still the idea of healthy food. It's not everything's not fried. It's not, you know, not super loaded up on salt. But 
One thing I cannot kick is candy. I am my I'm terrible. Like I just have so like I just have a sweet tooth that I cannot ignore sometimes. Like I just finished a bo- 22 count box of um fruit snacks, the fruity snack kind, the Kellogg fruity snacks kind. Um I got a 40 pack of Black Forest um the juicy burst ones. I got a 40 pack of those that's up in on top of my fridge. I'm keeping them out here so I don't eat them. Um I got Oreos um and donut sticks. Donut sticks are a underrated like um hostess snack. I don't know if it's hostess, but I think it's little Debbie. But it's a un, like the um mini muffins and zebra cakes and Twinkies and stuff like that. Donut sticks are underrated, you know? I feel like that's probably an old person uh can't like sweet it's, it's got to be an old person sweet. Who's just eating donut sticks? But I also eat Raisin Bran Crunch and drink a lot of tea. But I, I'm about to start dip. I'm going to try to dip my donut sticks in the tea and see how that tastes. Because that could be... I think that would be really good. I'm sure you... Because people dip like donuts in coffee, right? So... And I don't drink coffee. So dipping it in tea wouldn't be that bad. Y'all killed me for Oreos and tea, which I still do. Double stuff Oreos, the chocolate kind. I don't really rock with the vanilla in this equation. Rock with the chocolate a little better. But yeah, get you some green tea. Put some honey in there. Um, get it to your your liking of sweetness, your level of sweetness that you like. And dip the Oreo in there. When you pull it out, it don't even got to be in there long because the tea is going to be hot. The tea is going to be hot. So you dip the Oreo in there. You pull it out. The part that you dip is going to be super soft. The cookie part is going to be soft. The filling is still going to be a nice consistency. And the part that wasn't dipped is going to be crunchy. So it's a very nice, soft crunch ratio, you know. But I think the donut stick, if I put it in the tea, it might just fall. It might just fall apart. The donut stick might just fall apart. Um, but then I got some tea biscuits, so I want to try those as well because I saw my friend had some which inspired me to put I don't know if he had tea biscuits I think he he had something else I think his was an Arabic type of cookie that was specific that is also made for it could have been a tea biscuit but that's what inspired me to try Oreos and tea because I was like oh I do want some tea I don't have any cookies but I'm gonna try these Oreos with it and it was actually pretty good I I eat too many sweets um and at the same but I think it's just candy because I think sugar in general is good. Like I have apples and grapes right here that I need to wash off so I can eat. Um, but I think because sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to eat an apple. I've had too much. I've had too much candy today. I'll eat an apple and balance it out. But that's still like hella sugar at the same time. But I guess that's natural sugar though, so it's not as bad as like the um, produced sugar. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what the term of fake sugar, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, I get too many sweets. Cutting down on fast food. Um, the vegetable game is okay. I need to go get another zucchini just to have. Um, I get I got green onions on deck. 
the yellow sweet onion is on deck. I put onions in. I can put an onion in anything. I will saute an onion with anything, bro. Chop it up, put it on the uh, on the stove for a little bit, and then just mix it in. I put it in when I make fried rice. I put it in my eggs. Um, oh, I got cream of wheat. I haven't had cream of wheat in forever, but I didn't get the regular kind because I don't have any sugar here. And I could have bought sugar, but I didn't really want to because that would have been a lot of sugar, and I wouldn't really be using it. So I just got I got the um. I got the brown sugar kind, so we're gonna see. Hopefully, I don't need any sugar and don't need to add any sugar to that. Hopefully, it's just good how it is. But I was gonna get grits, but I didn't. And when I eat grits, I use butter, salt, and pepper. But people put sugar in their grits. I've never had it, but I think that is that's probably toxic. Like you're probably someone who I need to stay away from. If if you're dating someone, ask them if they put sugar in their grits or if they put salt and pepper in their grits. If they say sugar, reconsider the relationship. All right. Just fair warning from me to you, because the only way that will end is in if the glove does not fit. You must acquit. That's the only way it'll end with someone who puts sugar in their grits. And that's all I have to say on that topic. Okay. Okay. I got to talk to you guys about this because like I said before, I have a job now working there for a few weeks. I work at Walgreens, just in Bowling Green, nothing serious. Um, but it's Bowling Green, Ohio. If you know anything about Bowling Green, Ohio, it's a lot of interesting people. I'll say so. Not a lot of interesting people. It's, it's an interesting town. It's a country town, but then again, it's kind of like it could be a city town. Not a city because there's no big buildings. It's just a campus. But it's, you got a mix of people. You got Trump supporters, Biden supporters, you know, things like that. It's a mix. Mostly white people. Very predominantly white people. Um, and a lot of old people. So the customers are interesting. <laughs> the customers are really interesting. Um, I started telling people you can tell a lot about someone from what they buy from Walgreens. Uh, like, it's just, and I, no judgment, but when I'm working up through cash register, it's not often, it's rare that I see something really crazy. Not crazy, but something like out of the ordinary that someone's buying. Um, like, the main things. And really, I don't know. But, yeah, older people will buy pregnancy tests. Um, two times in one day, two different people bought lubricant. The first time, I was, I saw it and I was like, hmm, I think that was what I thought it was, but I'm not sure. And it was Walgreens brand, so they didn't buy it. They were they're like, I'm not trying to splurge on it. I just need, I just need something that might get the job done, you know. But it was Walgreens brand. So the first time I scanned it, put it in the bag. I didn't want to like scan it and like look at it and inspect it. And like, you know, but the second time I acted like I was, because it was a similar box, same box. Second time I was acting like I was looking for the, looking for the barcode. And I was like, lubricant, increase intimacy. Hmm. 
And then give them a little side, give the customer a little side. I'm like, I see what, I know what you're doing. Nasty. <laughs> but, um, and even those were like older people, like 50s up. I was like, hmm. Interesting. Uh, what else? I've seen hemorrhoid cream. Memory cream's been bought. And it's not like it's, I'm outing people. It's just that's what's in Walgreens. And people buy it. You know? Um, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of interest, a lot of cool people. Not, it's a lot of cool people who come into Walgreens, you know? I wouldn't call them cool. Like I know them, but they're nice. Uh, I've, I now know a lot more cigarette brands than I ever thought I wanted to or would. Um, I now know the difference between a small box and a one hundreds box. Um, if you, if you, if Marlboros are your cigarette, stop calling them Marlboro lights. They don't go by those anymore. Um, there's, and there's such a, there, those are such confusing cigarettes because they literally don't have any, they're just different colors and people come in and use all different types of names and for the same box of cigarettes. And I'm just like, this one, no, this one, which one do you want? Point, point it to me, point it out, describe it. But, um, there's a lot of cool looking cigarette boxes. Newport has this. It's like, I think it might be like Newport Platinum. It's pretty cool. It's like blue and it's like kind of shiny. Maybe that's that. Maybe that'll be my thing. I'll start instead of people who like collect their um, empty alcohol bottles, like on top of their kitchen cabinets. I'll just start collecting cigarette boxes. I'm not going to, they're not going to be empty. I mean, I'm not, I'm not using them. I'm not smoking them. I'm just going to collect them and I'm like, yeah, these are pretty cool. I just like the designs of them. <laughs> I'm kidding. That I wouldn't do that. There are cool cigarette boxes, but I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't do that. But I found people never really, a lot of people the past couple of days I've worked there have asked me, what's your cheapest cigarette? And I'm just like, dog, I don't know. Like, what's your budget? You know, there's some for like five eighty nine. That's the cheapest one, but no one buys them <laughs> like no one ever buys these ones. And then I was like, I'll just kind of turn around and be like, um, 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 I think, and I like faint, like I'm about to grab something. And I was like, well, let me just get the Marlboro menthol, this and that. And I'm like, let me get the Marlboro menthol silver pack 100s. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I think my favorite ones are, what are they called? Um, oh, this is going to bug me. They're American something. It's not even that important, but I think they're called American Spirit cigarettes. Yeah, American Spirit. Those I like those boxes. Those are cool. And no one asks, like, can I get, no one asks for, like, a flavor of them. They just, I think people just like the box. Even though they're probably different flavors, people just like those are green. There's a light green. There's a yellow. There's a blue. There's an orange. 
Like, and people will just say, let me get American Spirit, the orange ones. And that's so simple. Like, I love that because it's just like, okay, American Spirit, I know exactly that. Orange, pick out orange. I'm not colorblind, so I can do that. But there has been, I've had two encounters with people who I assumed hate me. One was good. They were both fine encounters. Like, no one said anything, like, mean. And I, I say, I'll, I'll, you'll understand why I say I assume they hate me. Okay, the first lady had a Trump 2016 hat on. So, you know, Trump supporter, I just kind of assume you don't you don't like me, you know. That's, it just is what it is. So I'm not going to go out of my way to have a, a conversation. If it happens, it happens. Like, I'm just going to. I'm just going to do my job and think that you're just going to try to get this over as quickly as possible. But she wasn't, she wasn't a bad person. She wasn't a bad person from my two minutes of talking to her. If that, it was probably like a minute, but she seemed nice. I mean, she told me about fruitcake cause she was buying a fruitcake and I was like, what? I've seen that for the first time ever working here. What is it? She's like, Oh, it's a fruitcake and this and that. It's like, do you like fruitcake? I was like, I never had fruitcake. She's like, yeah, I figured you're black. No, she didn't say that. But, um, but yeah, she told me about a fruitcake. She kind of talked too much about it. I was like, okay, I just, I didn't know what it was. You don't have to give me a whole monologue on this fruitcake. I'm not going to eat it. I'm never going to try it. Um, so that was, that wasn't bad. The second one, however, I definitely, she acted nice, but I definitely think she hates me. Um, so I didn't, she didn't have anything outright that was MAGA, you know, but when she was putting her things on the counter, I recognized her lanyard and it had confederate, confederate, confederate flags, like all over it. So I was like, Ooh, the red flag. I I know. Like I, I, I don't need to see anything else from a customer meter. You start off. You start off at a zero. You know, if you give me a hey, how are you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing okay. You go up to like a point five, maybe a one. The Confederate flag automatically to like a minus one and a half, two. All right. So she did that, and we we're you know, everything else went fine. So she moved back up to one and a half. Everything was fine. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, scanned all of her things. I was putting the things in the bag. I have my name tag. Name's Malik. You know, M A L I K. There's another story about my name from work. Um, and she's like, oh, I like your name. I was like, oh, thanks. She's like, it really fits you. Hmm. I'm not sure what you mean by that. But given, I'm wearing a mask. So you can literally only see my eyes. You cannot see my face. Or my mouth or my nose. You can see my eyes. And so I'm like, okay, that's weird. Do you think I'm, like, is it because my name is Malik and I'm black? It fits me. Like, you don't know me. How are you going to say my name fits me? You don't really know me. Do you know other, like, I I don't, okay. So you, minus two for the Confederate flags. Minus 1.5 because you were okay, I thought. Now you're back to like minus 2, minus 2.5. And then this was the kicker. Again, she didn't say anything mean. Nothing was mean. She's leaving. I gave her stuff, paid for it, give her a receipt, whatever. 
have a nice day. She says, thank you. Merry Christmas or whatever holiday it is you celebrate. <laughs> so just negative infinity for that. Cause it's like, did you know you were being, did you know that was like, like, did you know, or whatever holiday it is you celebrate is just racist and very inconsiderate and ignorant given I didn't take it any type of way. I thought it was hilarious, which is why I'm telling you guys, this isn't me coming to you guys with a think piece on why this lady was being racist and mean and she needs to be canceled and fired from her job. No, I just thought it was funny. Um, especially given that I celebrated Christmas my whole life. Um, I have grown up Christian. Um, we celebrate Christmas too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not Muslim. I'm not Islamic. Is, is Muslim and those are two different things, right? Hold on, let me check. Because if it's two different things, I'm going to take back my statement. But I don't think they are. Nation of Islam. Muslim. First, I think it's, it's two different things. Okay, yeah, it is. It is two different things. Okay. Because I don't want to be like inconsiderate or like ignorant like that lady. And be like, I'm not Islamic. I'm not Muslim. But yeah, I'm not like I, I I celebrate Christmas. You know, if you wanted to if you wanted to be inclusive and add other holidays, you could have just said happy holidays from the beginning or Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And it would have been no problems. It was just like, okay, she has a Confederate she's just a little stupid because she has a Confederate flag lanyard. And who knows, maybe that no, I'm not giving her the benefit of the doubt. Nope, she doesn't deserve that. <laughs> You're stupid. You have a Confederate flag lanyard. Um but yeah, so I, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I don't know. It's just those. It's just funny experiences you get from like working in like retail. This is like seeing how other people operate and what other, this other people's lives. Uh, the other story on my name. It was this older white guy. It, he might not have been older. He's probably like fifty-five, sixty, maybe. But I don't know. He very well could have been like forty-eight. I think he was in his fifties. Um, he said, how do you say your, is you say your name Malik? I was like, yep, Malik. He's like, oh, that's a cool name. Uh, what are its origins? I believe he said, or I think he asked, um, did he ask if, I think he asked if it was Muslim. I was like. Or Islamic? He asked me one of the two, and I was like, uh, probably a little bit. Like, I'm sure it is. I'm sure you could find people named Malik in both of those. But it, my parents just picked it out. Um, I know it means king in one of the African languages. But I don't, I don't know. I didn't need you to guess. <laughs> like, I, I didn't need you to guess where my name comes from you could have just been like that's a cool name i like it i'm like thank you i appreciate it but i don't think these people meant, meant any harm in it like I, I just think they did know that i just don't think they knew that that was a weird thing for them to say you know but but basketball is starting i'm <laughs> i'm really excited for that even though i haven't i've watched one preseason game i think i only watched a half of it 
maybe three quarters of it. But from that game, I will tell you, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant are going to be a problem. Like, it's going to be slow. It's going to be bad. They're going to be dicing up. Like, I didn't finish one of those sentences. They're going to be a problem. They're going to be dicing up the NBA. A lot of buckets. I don't think James Harden is not going to the Nets, sadly. But I think I think the Nets have an NBA Finals roster. You already have it if you have KD and Kyrie on your team. But they have DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen, uh, Torian Prince is really good. They still have Dinwiddie. Um, they have a lot of depth. Joe Harris, Karis LeVert. They have a lot of depth on that team. And I think they, I think if they get to the finals healthy. And the Lakers get to the finals healthy, it's going to be a really, really interesting. I, that's that's the finals matchup I want to see. Not going to lie, that's that's the one. I don't care about the regular season games because some it's, it's they're always a little fluky. They they'll probably be good games in the regular season. I think when they match up, it'll probably be a really good game. But I really want to see them in the finals. Of course, that's the the overall basketball fan of me wants to see that. The Wizards fan wants to see me and probably not the Lakers in the finals. Or uh, the Wizards and not the Lakers in the finals. Um, but I think the the Nets are going to go on a tear. They're playing 72 games. I don't think they, they aren't going to go like 62 and 10. But I think I'd be, I'd be shocked if they lost more than 25 games this year. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they lost more than 25, 30 games this year. No, there's no way they're losing 30 games. I'd be shocked if they lost, if they lost over 20 games. Like, dead. Period. Um, James Harden is fat, but he will still drop 60 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds on any team in the NBA. And I don't know why people care that he goes... Well, okay. In a panoramic, I understand why they are worried about James Harden going out to the strip clubs with a little baby and 42 Doug and all that crazy stuff. And a panoramic. But outside of the... <laughs> Alright, let me be real. Outside of the pandemic, if he... Like, who cares? He's still coming to work and and give it, doing his job. Doing more than his job. And he showed that when he came back to that preseason game. Like, he was still James Harden. Even though he was chubby, he was still James Harden. Step backing on your favorite role player. On your favorite 3 and D guy. Dicing him up. Getting buckets. And John Wall's on that team. Boogie's on that team. It's the Houston will be a fun team, really, because it's, it'll just be a fun team, you know. I think once Boogie and John Wall get in, get their get their legs back under him, it'll be interesting. Even though Boogie's not, it's going to be a big difference between Boogie and Clint Capella. Who I, I feel like Clint Capella and James Harden was a really good. Um, combination but I think that may have just been for like throwing lobs and stuff because obviously the direction they went into was let's just get all three point shooters on the floor so if James Harden Russell Westbrook wants to go to the hoop they can go to the hoop there won't be a center down there if they if there is they can kick it out well with Clint Capella there's always going to be someone down there but there's that okay you come and help I throw the lob Clint Capella dunks it that's plus, but I don't. I don't know if Boogie has that type of explosiveness in him anymore to roll, to do the pick and roll, get up. 
Of course, he's going to be able to dunk it, but he's not going to be able to. You just throw it up anywhere, and he's going to be able to go up and catch it and dunk it. Um, but he does offer you some floor spacing. Um, and you still have Daniel House. I think Jay Sean Tate's on the Rockets. I'm excited to see him play regular season. Uh, Steph is looking like an MVP. But th- these are all my preseason hype topics. <laughs> Steph is looking like an MVP. He's just, they're, they're just giving it, it is still the preseason. But the Warriors are looking like the, the sets they're running. There was one um, clip I saw them running the triangle, but not like the regular triangle where it's just two people and it's just the three running. The tri- it was like a lot of motion. Steph was at the bottom of the triangle at one point, kicked, went out for the three, got a down screen, wide open three on the corner. And it was just, it looks really, really good. I'm excited to see how Kelly Oubre fits in, James Wiseman. Um, I hope my boy Caleb makes the roster. Um, Cause I feel like, I feel like that's a perfect pace place for K like for real. Um, he doesn't have to be a rim protector, but pick and pop, uh, give him, maybe give him a post up every now and then he's going to knock down the three. He'll give you a nice post up. Um, he can roll to the hoop. He's a big body, not as big as he used to be. He's slowing down, got stronger, but I think that's a really good role. And even if he's not on the, on the every night NBA roster, I think a two-way contract would be great for him. Just you know, cause I think he, I think he could tear up the G League. I think if he goes down there, he might not put up thirty points a night, but he could give you like fifteen and ten, fifteen and eight. He could give you good, really good nights um, in the G League, and that'll show. And then bring him up to the NBA, bring him up to NBA every a couple nights. Um, let him be around the team. I think. Put him on a two-way contract for one year. If if they don't leave him on the, I, I want them want them to leave him on the active roster, the NBA roster full time. But uh, I think that's I don't know what their roster construction is like, but I know they don't have too many bigs. I know they have Wiseman, of course Draymond, um, Marquise Chris, but I don't know if I don't know if Marquise Chris is still. I don't know if he's moved transitioned into like being a three four or if he's still like a four five when he came in or just a straight four so when he came into the league. But they don't have a lot or they have Kavon Looney as well. Um so they have Wiseman, Kavon Looney, Caleb. I don't think Marquis Chris can play the five. I don't think you wanted to play the five. Um you have Draymond if you really want to go small ball, so I think there's a way that Caleb can make the roster. I think he will. I want him to. I'm not going to say I think he will. Like, I've been watching Warriors footage, film, practice every time. But I, I just think I think they can at least put a, a, on a two-way contract, I think. Because it's not like two-way contract you're just done for. It's like the end of the, No, that's a pretty good deal for an undrafted rookie, you know? Um, let's see what else. Well, I didn't talk about the Russell Westbrook, John Wall. I talked about a little bit of John Wall. Um, I think Russell Westbrook is going to be a great fit for the Wizards. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's just new energy. I think that's what the team needed. I think it was getting a little stagnant with John Wall, Bradley Beal. 
even though and it was just kind of I think it's just, I think it's just a new energy, new face, new energy. Scott Brooks is uh, with Russell Westbrook, like I've said before. Um, I think it'll I think they'll be really good. And Rui Hachimura is playing really played really well against the Nets. Danny played really well against the Nets. I don't think Ish Smith played that night. Um, Davis Bertans didn't play that night. Cassius Winston could be a really good. It's going to be interesting to see how the backup point guard spot shakes out. Because, of course, Russell Westbrook is your starter. And then you have Raul Nato, Neto, Neto, Ish Smith, and Cassius Winston. I think Cassius Winston makes the roster. Um, I don't think you let go of Ish Smith. I think if you were thinking about letting him go, you would have played him in that preseason game. I feel like NATO may be the odd man out. Unless they want to put Cassius on a two-way. But I think he's... I don't think he needs to be. I think he can come in and be that third point guard. Like, right away. At least, you know? Um, But do you want him getting minutes somewhere? Maybe. Um, Like I said, Denny played well. Rui played well. Troy Brown. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting. To see how he plays, he's got to come into his own. Um, because he's like a he's like a wing player. I'm not sure how his shooting has come, but he's gonna need to be able to shoot it. I think any everybody on this team is gonna gonna need to be able to shoot it well, just because you have Russell Westbrook who's gonna be attacking the paint. Um, so Davis Bertans is a great combination to have with Russell Westbrook, Thomas Bryant, great energy, Robin Lopez. Is it Robin? Yeah, we got Robin. Robin Lopez is on the team. I don't know what to expect from Robin Lopez, you know? Like, is Yamahimi still on the Wizards? It's no way Yamahimi is still on the Wizards, bro. There's no way he's still on the Wizards. He's still on the Wizards? Oh my gosh. Oh, are you kidding? All right. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous that Yamahimi is still on this team. But that's what happens when you sign a guy to a big contract and he does not play well. He's going to stay on that team. He's going to keep that contract. He's going to keep making checks. But I think Robin Lopez, we'll see. I hope he can contribute to defense, to the rebounding, improve that. I don't think he needs to grab all the rebounds. I think he just needs to help improve limit the offensive rebounds that people get um i don't know if it'll be a great rim protector really i don't know if there is i don't think there is a great rim protector on this team i guess robin lopez can be an a good rim protector i don't think he's going to average two and a half blocks a game i think thomas bryan could average one one and a half blocks a game but I don't think he's going to be the great. He's not the greatest rim protector. So it's going to be a lot of pace in this team. I think it's going to be a lot of pace. Um, defense may struggle again this year. I think defense will be okay. But I I don't think it'll be as bad as last year, the year before. But I don't think it'll be top 10 in the NBA. Um, next thing, I think this is the last thing I have on sports. And I think this is the last thing I have overall is the fact. Oh, no, I'll get to this first. 
the rookies this year. Let me know if there's a rookie who hasn't been playing well in the preseason. But every time I see anything about a rookie, it's of course you, the House of Highlights Bleach Report. They're not going to post anything bad, but Lamelo's playing well. Wiseman's playing well. I have not seen a lot on Anthony Edwards. I don't know if he just hasn't been playing or if he hasn't been making any super splash plays. Wiseman's playing well. I saw some clips of him from the from the Warriors practice. Like I said, Denny's playing well. The guy from the Bulls, Patrick Williams, I believe, has been that went off tonight. I don't know if he went I don't want to say he went off, but he had a lot of good plays. Um I heard I've heard a lot of good things about Akaru, Akaro. For the Cavs. Um, but yeah, I think this rookie class is going to be really good. Um, is there going to be an MVP in it? Probably not. Rookie of the year is probably going to be... I think Patrick Williams is, could be a dark horse for rookie of the year. I know there's someone from last year who who's rookie of the year. Bull Bull, his... His rookie status rolled over to this year, so he could win rookie of the year because he's looking really good. Um, I don't think LaMelo will have the statistics to win rookie of the year because I just don't think he's going to be that type of player. Um, Is he going to start with Devontae Graham? He could could because it's not like Devontae Graham has been – he's played – he played with Frank Mason at Kansas a lot, so he's he's experienced in playing a two point guard role. So him and Lamelo in that backcourt could be interesting. Him, Lamelo, PJ Washington, Miles Bridges. Um, do you put PJ Washington at the five, Miles at the four, and Malik Monk at the three? I don't, is Malik Monk still? I think he's still in the Hornets. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just blanking on who they have at their five and who they have at the three. I'm pretty sure Bismack Biombo is on that team, but I th- I don't think you'd start Bismack Biombo. Um, Portland's made some sneaky good additions. Um, the Knicks look good, but you know it's preseason. Don't want to. Don't want to. Of course, Knicks fans are going to hype that. But Obi's looking good. Obi's making some dunks. Obi Wan. Yeah, I think that. I think. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's. I'm not going to try to make any other. <laughs> I'm not going to try to make a Star Wars reference when I've never watched a, a movie or an episode of anything Star Wars related. But. Then last thing, Taylor Horton Tucker, I think pretty sure that's his first name, has been looking like Tracy McGrady, prime Tracy McGrady in this preseason. That's why that's why it's gonna be interesting because if he's playing like this, I don't think you'll start him, but bring him off the bench and those He just has to keep it up. He'll just have to keep it up in the regular season, of course, because Kuz was coming off the bench last year, but given that you lost Dwight Howard, uh, J.R. Smith, I'm not sure if Deion Waiters is still on that team or not, but he lost Danny Green, so maybe he slips. I don't think you put him in the starting lineup. 
Because I don't know if he's been a knockdown shooter like that. I know all the clips I've seen have been him going to the hoop and creating off the dribble. So I don't know how, how good of a like catch-and-shoot player he is. So that's why I'm thinking you bring him off the bench and maybe you put Kuz in the starting lineup. Kuz has been hitting his threes in preseason. So it's going to be interesting to watch the Lakers this year. It's really going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> Lakers Nation is going to be... They're going to be obnoxious if THT, Caruso, and Kuz are putting are like playing really well. It's going to be obnoxious out. But um, that's about it. I'd be... I'm not even going to mention it. College football. I only know one of the... I don't. I only know one of the conference championship games that's going on, and that's Alabama, Florida. I'm not gonna make a prediction on that because I'm not gonna predict my team to lose, like a lot of you are expecting. I think there's a chance that we win. Um, it's a slim chance, but it's a chance. And if we win, if we win, I think they're gonna put us in the net, in the playoffs. Because, like, we lost to a 3-5 and five LSU, did not play well, was still still only lost by three, had a chance to tie it going to overtime, and they only moved us down one spot, you know? So that obviously means they think that if we win this game that they'll put us in. I don't know. Tell me, let me know what you think. If you made it this far, be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to this on iTunes, rate the podcast five stars. Um, oh, real quick, shout out to my my shout out to my girl Sadie. Um, she's starting up a podcast. I will let you guys know when that gets up and running because I want to support her. And my guy Darnell is also starting up a podcast. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do. They've asked me for a little information on how to kind of get going. Um, of course, always open to help because I want to see everyone be creative. I want to see everyone tap into their creative bag, whether it's music, clothes, design, podcasting, YouTubing, whatever. Um, oh, also shout out to my guy, Jeff. Uh, I, I was in a stream last night. I think it was, it was either last night or two nights ago. We were playing among us, but shout out to Jeff. Um, keep doing what you're doing. He does have a clothing brand. Um, it's shop Yosha S H O P Y O S H A. Um, I think that's just the, I think that's that Shop Yosha, but it's a clothing brand, um, not super expensive, but I really like the quality of his designs. Um, my guy Nate has a podcast. I'm gonna I I know it's um, about I know it's like movie I know it's movie podcast. I don't have the name, so I'm about to look it up right now, just so I can plug that. And so hopefully you guys listen to it. Duel of the takes, that's what it is. Shout out to my guy Nate, Duel of the Takes. Um, yeah, go ahead and support all people I just shouted out. Um, 
If you need any links to their social medias, don't hesitate. If something sounds interesting, don't hesitate to get at me on Instagram, Twitter, or you ask me in the comments. Um, Miles, shout out to Miles. I got Styles by, Styles by Miles doing his thing with the clothes and all of that. Um, I got Shard, shout out to Shard. Kicks OG just opened up today. Um, so his, I'd have to have him on, him on so he can talk about what he's doing out here in BG. But like a, he's doing a shoe store, clothing store. Um, yes, there's a lot of people doing a lot of interesting good things. And I'm, I appreciate that their hard work and their creativity and their aspirations to do, I don't know, just to, just to create and own things, you know, but I'm going to stop rambling, spitballing. Let's see. I don't really have a song because I haven't been listening to a lot of music. <laughs> so y'all going to hate me for this, but <laughs> we are going to go. We're gonna go die very rough by Mario Judah, and I'm gonna get on get on a get ahead on out of here. Um, I appreciate you for listening again. Um, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Doing a twenty dollar Amazon gift card giveaway when we hit fifty subscribers. Like I said at the beginning, all the details are at the beginning of this episode. So yeah, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok if you want. I'm gonna try to get back on there. And yeah, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Now have a good rest of the day. Peace. Hey man, where the fuck is Mario Judah? I'm a big dog, big bear, nigga. I'm a lion. I'm the predator of the prey that is hiding. Oh my, oh my, I have found you, nigga. Don't you run from me, little nigga. You are not fast enough. You are not brave enough. You are Judah.